Hi guys, welcome to The Headphone Show. For today's video, I have an interview with Zach from ZMF. I got a chance to catch up with him at the recent CanJam show in New York. And we talk about a number of subjects, including some of the custom woods that he's been working with, what his plans are for the future, the ZMF house sound, and a little bit about the pendant tube amplifier as well, which I recently reviewed, and you can check out that video as well. It should come as no surprise that meeting Zach and Bevan was one of the absolute highlights of the show for me. I personally own a ZMF Verite, and I've owned other ZMF headphones in the past, and so it was awesome to get a chance to meet the minds behind this stuff. For anyone unaware, ZMF makes handcrafted custom wooden headphones that many of us in the enthusiast community love because they have a very natural sound to them. But I'll let Zach tell you all about that. So without further ado, I give you Zach Merbach from ZMF. How has the reception been uh, so far for the uh, Verite Closed? It's actually still one I haven't heard yet. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, some people have gotten the Verite and Verite closed and preferred the closed over the open. And I mean, there's still people who are vice versa, like the open mm -hmm. over the closed, but it's been an interesting response where, you know, sometimes people say, oh, I don't usually like closed headphones, but I like the Verite closed a lot. Was the goal for the Verite closed to make it as close to the, to the open as possible? In terms you know, of because it's the same driver, yeah. you know, when I start, I, I don't usually have a goal of like, oh, it's going to be exactly like the opener, exactly yeah. like, um, you know, but one thing I knew that I wanted to keep from the open was that kind of three-dimensional soundscape mm -hmm. uh, where the sounds are, uh, you know, around you, but also you can kind of really feel like you're in a, in a space. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was definitely something I feel like we did achieve, uh, and especially with the slightly deeper pads, the Otor pads do help get that. On the Verite Close. On the Verite Close, yeah. yeah. For the so, so for the open one, uh, I know you released a number of pads. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite? You know, usually I'm on the universe pads, which are the slightly warmer ones that are yeah, a little yeah. deeper. But um, you know, lately I've been using the Verite pads, which are the flattest ones, a little more lately. And it might be because you know I have all these tube amps. You know, I have my <laughs> Glenn 300P and my uh, the ZMF pendant and all these different amps. And so um, you know, lately I've. I, for whatever reason, you know, my ears have been enjoying the slightly more neutral flavor of those Verite pads a yeah. lot. The great thing about the Brilliant Drive is so fast and getting your ear closer to the driver with those Verite pads accentuates the speed so yeah. much. We actually had a guy here yesterday who uh, was one of the few people who, uh, you know, has the Verite perforated suede pads, which are like the very most neutral of them because they let the most air it, out the uh, front element. We have, you know, all these pads and then we have them in suede and now we start doing them in yeah. the hybrid format. And so definitely the most confusing thing about ZMF, but we're actually going to have a chart on the website awesome. uh, soon that shows the recommended pads. And, so so they, so, so Verite suede is different from universe suede, so it's thinner and you're, so same characteristics. Of, yeah, uh, same, same timbre change between. Yeah, yeah the two materials, but yeah, the different thicknesses definitely yeah. make the Verite that most flat. Yeah. And the suede always smooths out the treble peaks too, so it's like- I need to get my hands on that you one. That, <laughs> gives you that very even flat yeah. response. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about some of the new woods I saw in there. This year we have a couple sets, because we made two or three of them, uh, stabilized maple burl uh, headphones in the Verite closed model. And usually you'll see that uh, stabilized wood and things like uh, knife handles, maybe gun stock, you know, that kind of stuff, because it's usually pretty small. Um, but we found a, a stabilized wood manufacturer that would take the burl, get it to that 0% humidity, and infuse it with different colors for us, uh, and make it in headphone block size. It's very expensive to do, because it's you know much mm -hmm. bigger than they're used to doing. 
but uh, but it's enabled us to make a couple models uh, in the full headphone form. And, you know, they look very swirly and beautiful. Does that uh, wood, change in wood affect the weight at all? Or yeah, I mean, it is actually interesting. Like maple as a wood, it's uh, you know silver maple, pretty lightweight wood. But injecting, you know, you get the burl, which has all these pores and holes in it from being burl wood. Um, it does uh, get denser mm -hmm. uh, because of the, the added stabilization and the materials that are put in it. But it's, it's not as dense as anything like a, uh, a black wood or right. iron wood or any like super dense wood. So for sonic characteristics, uh, it's, it's minimal change? Or? It's probably closer because the pores are totally yeah. gone. It's closer to a hardwood like a leopard wood or pheasant wood or one of the more dense woods. That's how I hear the sound at least. It doesn't have that ambient decay that you yeah. get in a lighter wood that has bigger pores. Would you consider doing some more planars in the future, like some uh, you know, high-end flagship planars? Is that in the, or is it just too difficult to get? You know, well, it's, it's one of those things where like, yeah, I, I you know, could definitely, it's easy to get a planar driver mm -hmm. done and everything. And you know, I have a few designs I've wanted to do and it's something that I would love to have one out at some point. Yeah. I don't have any like release date or there's nothing imminent or anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, making more products and making, you know, every, trying to make every headphone I make better than the last, you know, <laughs> just stay, keep, it's always yeah. exciting to be designing something. Yeah. So there's nothing imminent. It is something I would love to do at some point. Um, so I definitely, you know, wouldn't put it out of the, the realm of possibility. Yeah, a lot of people, when they say, oh yeah, I like that ZMF sound, in your mind, what, what is that? That in, ZMF sound? In a few sound. words. <laughs> what is it? Uh, yeah, and it, which is weird because, it's, you know, when you, I'm one person who has tuned all these headphones yeah. at this point, and I didn't, at the beginning, write a roadmap yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. this is going to be my sound. Like, you just like what you like as an audiophile to someone yeah. who enjoys music. Um, but now that you know, I have all these headphones that I've you know sat down and designed and spent all this time with. I mean, I would, if, you know, I don't believe in the word neutral or true neutral because everybody has their own definition of it and what does that really mean. But for me, you know, if I'm looking at like a frequency response graph, I kind of think of it as like a gentle downslope with a little bit, a little bit of bass accentuation, a little bit of uh, you know upper mids accentuation. And then uh, you know, kind of a, euphon a euphony to it, which doesn't even mean that there's any part of the frequency response that's accentuated in a way, but an ease mm -hmm. to the sound that lets you kind of concentrate on the yeah. mid-range and that like humanistic area of like the 200 to 2,000 hertz area yeah. where you can feel like the instruments and everything's lifelike. Because for someone like me who's come from like playing a lot of acoustic guitar and banjo and acoustic instruments around people, I just want instruments to sound natural and I think that's why that like having that mid-range be a little more forward than maybe some other headphone manufacturers do instead of accentuating things like soundstage quite as much that kind of becomes what people have characterized as the ZMF sound. So I'm thinking of like the Verite opens mid-range with yeah. vocals or that kind of quality coming through. Yeah yeah, yeah like you feel like you know when yeah. when the recording calls for it like you're <laughs> close to the mouth of the singer, you yeah. know, but if the recording is on a stage, like you, you hear it further back, but you still get the, the timbre of the mm -hmm. mid-range, yeah. Oh, I forgot to ask, uh, the pendant. So you have pendant yeah, tube amp. Yeah, yes. so I just recently got a chance to yeah, spend some time yeah. with it, and, and I, I love it, and now it's made me need to go down the tube rabbit hole and figure that stuff out. You know, my, what I really wanted out of the pendant when we started looking at the sound and everything was something that was like, pretty neutral, you know, as, as far as tube, and by neutral, I just mean 
you know, isn't adding a lot of what people characterize as yeah. that too goo or warmth or making the mid-range very lush and the bass a little slower. Um, and so having it be transformer based, having a slightly higher impedance to play well with both planar headphones, but also dynamic yeah. drivers. And just, you know, for me, the most important thing in the tube was having that three-dimensional space. Right. And it definitely um, adds to that. Yeah. And so, there, you know, I have all these tubes that I love, like the Glenn OTLs are amazing, Donald Northamps, Eddie Current, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Moon Audio IHA. There's all these wonderful tube amps out there. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure that it was one that was easier to tube roll with those mm -hmm. EL84s and 12AX7s mm -hmm. that you didn't have to spend a fortune on. Yeah. You didn't have to buy the Telefunken diamonds to get the you know best sound out of it. Right. So it was just kind of like, I want to make one where you can buy it. It'll sound about as good as it's going to sound. You don't have to spend an equal amount of money you spend on the amp on the tubes. Yeah. And it doesn't add that goo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's but my experience was my experience as well. It's very neutral and it's it wasn't what I was expecting, you know. Like yeah. you see all the tubes, and you think, oh, this is going to be that sort of gooey, romantic kind Better of thing. Better listen but it's, to that, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right, awesome, man. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for chatting with me. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Headphones.com. <laughs> Cheers.